0: This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM.
1: This segment is brought to you by the Zuckerberg Institute. This is Randy Zuckerberg Means Business.
0: On Business Radio. Hi, everyone. Randy Zuckerberg here. Welcome to my favorite hour of the week, where I get to speak with some of the world's biggest names in business to hear what they're thinking, especially in this crazy new normal that we're all living in. This week, we're talking about entertainment. One thing that I've just been spending a lot of time researching and thinking about is how some of the world's biggest concert venues, industries, live entertainment has been forced to just completely pivot and go virtual. So today we're, uh, we're going to talk about everything from some of the world's most iconic concert halls like Carnegie Hall. We have Clive Gillinson joining us later in the show. We're speaking with huge Broadway performers, the Comic-Con festival that launches today virtually for the first time ever, the Santa Fe Opera, how these and so many more have reinvented their business models and how their experiments going virtual could actually shape the entire entertainment industry street moving forward. You're listening to Randy Zuckerberg means business here on Sirius XM 132 business radio. I'm so excited for our next guest. We're going to dive into Broadway and what one show Freestyle Love Supreme is doing to pivot during these trying times. Welcome to the show, Anthony Viniciali, the co-founder of Freestyle Love Supreme and the Freestyle Love Supreme Academy. Anthony, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, wow. What a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Randy. How are you?
0: Good. And I, I have to to give a disclaimer to, to our audience that I am, uh, I was an investor in the Broadway show for Freestyle Love Supreme, a huge fan. So Anthony, it's really a, just a delight to be chatting with you today.
1: Oh, uh, double. Thank you so much. We are, I mean, I am and Freestyle big fans of yours too, Randy.
0: Oh, thank you. Well, uh, so what, what have the last few months been like for you? Not only have you been locked down, you're like now the star of a Hulu documentary. I mean, what uh, kind of cr- the, the two opposite ends of the spectrum?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, the last couple of months have been, you know, some of the most challenging, interesting, uh, hard, difficult, delightful days of all days. It reminded me a lot of like when you have a newborn. Um which is that you're like, Oh my gosh, this day went on forever. Like every day feels like it's the longest day in, when you're sheltering in place. And then like I'm looking back now in the past like four months, I'm like, what happened to the time? Um so it it's a strange like accordion of time, this, this whatever's happening for us <laughs> right now. <laughs>
0: It's a great analogy, actually, because with a newborn, it's like you have all that adrenaline at first, and then it wears off, and you're just exhausted, and you're like, I think I just survived the day, but I didn't accomplish anything. So it's a a great, great analogy. So talk to us about the the Hulu documentary that just came out, We Are Freestyle Love Supreme.
1: Oh, my goodness. So um, our dear friend, uh, Andrew Freed, had been working at Radical Media many moons ago. He has since started his own company. He has since accomplished uh, executive producer. You might have heard of some of his shows, like Chef's Table, Cheer. I mean, he's all over the place, Last Chance You. Like, these are things that he's uh, had his hands in for a while. And he met us, like, 16 years ago. Uh, he came to a show randomly that his friend was like, you got to come see this. And then he came uh, uh, and saw Freestyle Supreme at Ars Nova. This was, I think, like, in July of 2005. And we were going to Edinburgh as of, like, July 28th to be there to set up and do a run for the Fringe Festival in 2005, and he somehow convinced one of the, the higher-ups there at uh, Radical Media to like give him a camera crew and, and kind of just go and follow us around while we did the Fringe Festival for like three days. And so that's where a lot of this footage comes from. And it's so funny. It, <laughs> I think Lin said it pretty well. He said it's, like, it's kind of like Muppet Baby's version of whatever Freestyle Dream is now. Uh, we are all ridiculously scrawny and uh, very terrible facial hair. Uh, but other than that, I think it's a pretty cool documentary. <laughs> I,
0: it's an awesome documentary. And I mean, like looking back on your life, did you ever think when you were younger, you were like, I am going to like form a freestyle uh, tr- improv troupe. And that is going to be my, my life's work. Like what, I mean, what 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 has that process been like?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, who... <laughs> <laughs> who, who can? Well, that's not even a dream that any improviser knew they could ever have. So I feel like in some way uh, it's like it's like having that dream on top of a dream, you know, where you're like, oh, I'm riding a unicorn, and then all of a sudden you're like, not only am I riding a unicorn, I happen to be on Mars. Um, it's it's just preposterous, right? Like, no, I, I mean. What I grew up doing was listening to hip-hop insatiably. Like, I remember hearing LL Cool Days Around the Way Girl and then hearing Tribe Called Quest's People in Take the Path and that album and I left my wallet now, Secondo, and I was like, I have to know everything they're saying. I have to know every single word that is coming out of their mouths because it is, it's just life-affirming, life-changing, and this message needs to be heard, like, wide and far. And so I memorized, you know, hundreds of albums by the time I was, like, you know, 14 or 15 years old. And I think maybe I built this neural network for how rap works in my brain. And then I got to do improv in college and I got kicked off the soccer team because soccer was my life for a super long time. Uh, And then once I started doing improv, I was like, oh, this, this is the sort of equitable family relationship that I've always been looking for. I'm the youngest of five boys. Like if I didn't beg, fight, borrow, kick, or, you know, just steal something, then I never got it. And then when I got into this improv group, it was like, hey, well, here's how we share equally, and here's how every voice in the room matters, and it's not about one person's wisdom over another. It's about collaborating and finding things together, and that we're able to do that on Broadway. I mean, come on, Randy, who like how many shows can you say were fully improvised that have been on the Broadway stage before ours?
0: You mean? never know. I, I mean, I saw the show, I think, something like six times. And it, I mean, it's completely different every time and, and so joyful. Anthony, I, w- I want to hear about the Freestyle Love Supreme Academy because I think it's so awesome how you've expanded to, um, to teach the skills of improv to students, to corporate employees. And, and how have you been running that during this pandemic?
1: Wow. Um, well, thanks for asking about it, Randy. Yeah, it, it's it's fascinating. I think one of the big things about the pandemic, it sort of shifted a lot of people's thinking into the virtual space, right, and saying, how do we meet people where they are, opposed to, okay, great, come to this little place where we're all going to gather and share rarefied hair. And, and that's lovely and wonderful, but now that it's dangerous, um, how do we meet people uh, in their homes, on their phones, in a car? Sometimes people will be joining our sessions, and they're like, you know, they're not luckily driving. They were being driven, uh, but they're in the car. Um, that's kind of like the where things are right now. And so we did a lot of beta testing. So we did a lot of stuff with our alumni community first. Uh, we have these things called indoor recess, um, and it basically is like these anyone who's gone through our program, they get together and we do cipher sessions where people get to rap and we put them into breakout rooms where we're using Zoom mostly and then we give them these little rap challenges that they have to kind of accomplish Uh, and we just try to create touch points for the community so they can share their perspective and and, and not feel so isolated is a huge part around COVID times as well Um, and the way we're leveraging it around business interactions and corporate interactions Uh, people are just being crushed by the amount of these virtual interactions and their creativity their mental health and well-being is way down Uh, and people are just feeling uh, even in that community very isolated as well. So how do we breathe a little fresh air? How do we bring something that allows people to be very spontaneous, to be very alive and in the moment and also very much themselves. It's about authentically activating your voice Uh, and so we've created a bunch of these intensives that happen on weekends, workshops that we do inside of different corporate communities and with different clients that we've been lucky enough to to interact with over the past couple of years as well Uh, and now we're also doing like youth camps and stuff like that and we've gotten tons of great feedback and more importantly we've gotten the community engaged and activated in a way that they feel like there's something to look forward to each week or every wednesday and sunday or whatever it might be so that's been a huge part for us
0: I, I love it. And I think, I mean, improv, I think it's one of the single greatest skills that anyone in business could have. So rather than than talk about improv, Anthony, I, I would love to actually hear some freestyling. I asked our team, um, I asked Dion if he could get a little bit of a beat for us because I don't think anyone in the world wants to hear my attempt at beatboxing. But um and I, I'm the
1: one who was like, can Randy do beatboxing
0: with me? <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I next time, next time, with a little more practice, and I I sourced three questions from my team. So I don't know Ooh. if maybe you want to answer one of these in your freestyle, but um, someone asked what virtual entertainment you've been watching right now. Um, uh, some, okay. someone asked about like the future of entertainment. What do you think? And someone asked about working with Lin-Manuel Miranda. So if any, any of those Ooh. topics spark right, your to enthusiasm. Them, okay, awesome. All right, Dion, will you hit us with the beat?
1: Yeah. Think the okay, well, virtually entertaining. All right, yes, I'm remaining on the screen where my kids be because they watch the Disney TV. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I feel like I've seen so many episodes of Tangled. Thanks, James and Roe, I the heartful for the voice of Lance so strong. All right, I'm coming back on and on and on. I want to know about the future World Virtual Conference our Songs. How do we do this thing called entertainment in which we bring a little bit of joy and relief to all the people who have stress? So, yes, I guess we can do these virtual experiences that are geotagged for a regional audience is what I'm thinking. And Maybe get some feedback from them in a pre-form admission flip where they just give us all the information that we can use to change the station and have a little bit of fun with them. That's one idea I have, my friends. And now what's it like with LMM, the Lin-Manuel Miranda again. Oh, my gosh, what can I say? He is kind of a genius every day. He is very kind and of nice. You should know to not check two or three times the way he wrecks the microphones. And, yes, he's blessed it. But more than that, he loves to curse, friends. That's the key for him. <laughs> he's telling us his one moment where he's like, I don't have to monitor myself. I can just curse all at once. The end. <laughs>
0: Oh <laughs> my goodness. Bravo. That is amazing. And, uh, I love, it. I guess you're, when you're like, you're like, I'm Le Manuel Miranda, you just say whatever the hell you want, you know, well,
1: that, that's not true, right? He's got all these appearances <laughs> he has to do. And he's, he's doing a lot of stuff with ABC and he's doing a lot of stuff with Disney and his family and, you know, Hamilton, they even like took out the, the F-bombs, right? So when he's up on a freestyle stage, he's like, hey, this is it. I'm going to say the F-bombs all that I want. <laughs> It's like, I've been holding it all in. Um, Anthony, that was so
0: awesome. I can't believe you just did that on the fly. That was also, that was a pretty hard beat. I feel like Dion, like that was like a challenging uh, a, a beat that he gave you and you just like rose to the challenge as you always uh, do. So thank you so much. Where can our listeners find out more about you, about Freestyle Love Supreme and, and all the amazing things you're up to?
1: Um, yeah. If you want to learn about the Academy, go to fls.academy. Uh, or you can also do our longer handle, com, uh, and then there's an Academy page that will take you to it. Uh, for me personally, uh, on Twitter, I'm at A-N-T-H, and then my last name, Veniziale, V-E-N-E-Z-I-A-L-E. I just got on Twitter, and everyone said the same thing to me, which was, oh, my gosh, we're so glad you're here. Why? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're like, I, I have three rules, which is, like, I'm there to just... just Be grateful, uh, share a little bit of joy and not take anybody else down. So if if that's something you're interested in, great. If not, you can look at it elsewhere.
0: I love it. Anthony Veneziali, thank you so much for joining us. Co-founder of Freestyle Love Supreme and Freestyle Love Supreme Academy. Congratulations on the Hulu documentary and just stay, stay safe and well and keep bringing joy to people's lives.
1: You too, Randy. Thanks so much. Bye.